Welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. Turn up the volume because it's time for your favorite sports show. Your one-stop shop for sports talk. Three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast, an original, which is one we haven't done in quite some time. I've got Ruben here with me. Ruben, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Thanks for being on the show. I'm excited about this one because we haven't done this in a while, and I want to do more of this, especially with the quarantine stuff going on. We want to make sure and bring you guys more content, and we've been doing that on social media, but not so much on the podcast and the website itself. So we're going to do that for you, starting with this one, not a sports topic, right? What the heck are they doing? Why is it not a sports topic? Well, in sports, there's mascots all across the board, right? You go to any college, they've got a mascot. There's some really dumb ones. There's some really cool ones. There's some, we would give a thumbs up or a thumbs down to half of the, um, I mean, probably a thumbs down to more than half of the mascots in college and in pro sports, right? Um, But there are some that are definitely iconic and we wanted to get into brands that did the same thing. They took it, they took a note out of you know, um, the marketing strategies that sports did and they implemented them into brands and some of them, yes, I know they're old. And so they don't necessarily count as like taking after sports. But in this case, we wanted to talk about, are they cool or are they lame and why? Right? So this is, we've got a list of them and this is, uh, what we're going to get into. So Ruben, I'm going to start off with the first one on my list. It's the Coca-Cola Polar Bears. Very iconic. Um, it's They've been around for a very, very long time, and they seem to pop up mostly now just around Christmas time. Ruben, do you give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down for brand mascot? I, I give them a thumbs up. Okay. I think it's cool because it's different, it's it's unique, and it's in the wintertime. That's why it's during Christmas and sure, stuff sure. because they're polar bears. Right, right, right. So, I mean, if they were summer bears where they wore shorts. And, of course, some of them, they show commercials of, of them like in, in swim trunks and stuff. But, sure. But for the most part, they're in the in the um, wintertime. I give it a thumbs up. I think it's great. It's it's simple. It's easy to get with. And they bring, bring some sentimental value to their commercials also, right? Like they've got a family and one doesn't get what they want. And they, you know, it's just like... It's, it's it's really cool the way that they've implemented and basically made them humanized, if that makes any sense. So uh, moving on to the next one, Ruben. I'm going to say the Ronald McDonald from McDonald's. Right. Um, do you think, that, what do you think about that one? Okay, so for me personally, just from me growing up around it, I give it a thumbs down. I, I, I like more, I like the other mascots better than Ronald McDonald. It's creepy. It's never grown on me and they've never really updated it, which I get like you, you got something, it's not broke. Don't fix it kind of thing. But, um, for the actual mascot himself, kind of creepy and, uh, I could do without it. See, and I think it's kind of creepy too, but I don't think it's as creepy as like the Hamburglar and some of those other ones. Fair enough. I think those are kind of creepy too, but I think now, I don't know, maybe in the past 10, 15 years, mm. clowns have been kind of creepy exactly. anyways in movies exactly. and, and, that's, and different stuff. Exactly. So I think that's where people are like, you know what? Get that McDonald clown away from me. <laughs> Get that's that McDonald out of here. Yeah, exactly. But people aren't eating less of their food. I'll tell you that. Yeah. They're still going, uh, you know, still going ham. Next on my list can, is kind of piggybacking off of that fast food um, thought. It's Colonel Sanders of KFC. 
been around for quite some time. As a matter of fact, the, you know, obviously named after the guy who invented KFC and started that whole movement. So Ruben, what do you think about Colonel Sanders? Oh, hundred percent behind Colonel Sanders. I used to work at Kotek Fried Chicken back in, nice. in my high school days and a little bit in my college days. So yeah, I, I love Colonel Sanders. It's an original. It just, I don't know. I like the iconic brand, everything about it. You know, and I'll even eat there once in a while now. It is like it is iconic. It is original. Um, just like their recipe, which is great. I love the finger licking good stuff about it, but I'm gonna give this one a thumbs down in modern time because they haven't done much to make it better. You know what I mean? Like, for example, their commercials now they they feature different people all the time as Colonel Sanders, but like um we're going to get down into another other mascots and stuff like that. They've adapted and made it something that people want to see when they pop up a commercial. And I don't think KFC's done a good job of that so much lately. Okay. Next on my list, or I'm sorry, go ahead. You're actually next. Next on my list is Tony, the tiger mm. from uh, frosted flakes. I absolutely give Tony, the tiger a thumbs up, playful, very cool. Great catch line. They're great. You know, that's a great catch line. And they, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's something that doesn't have to change a whole lot and it can still continue to be good. Right now, maybe Tony the Tiger is more popular than ever with Joe Exotic and uh, the Tiger King. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, I haven't seen Tony the Tiger. I mean, you haven't seen Tony King. the Tiger King. <laughs> but um, we do follow the Sun Bowl and Tony the Tiger is the one that sponsors it. Yep. So it's cool. We get to hang out with him um, at the Sun Bowl every year. It is pretty cool. It is. It's neat. So next on the list is Lucky the Leprechaun, kind of piggybacking once again off of the last brand, which is a cereal brand. Lucky the Leprechaun from uh, from Lucky Charms. Okay. I nah, I would I would have to say a thumbs down for Lucky the Lucky Le, Leprechaun. leprechaun. <laughs> I, I think that's a little bit different, but I mean, I guess there's nothing wrong with him, but I'm... I guess I don't see him much like Tony the Tiger. Sure, and I mean, he's been on a lot of commercials, but yeah, he, his voice is too... I mean, I know you want to appeal to kids because that's who's going to watch it and stuff like that, but even as a kid, I'm like, you know what, that voice, I could do away with that. Um, next on my no, list, next on my list, your list, is Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid man. Oh, and he says... Uh, hey, uh, Kool-Aid! But he says, hey, or what does he say? Hey, Kool-Aid. No, I know that whenever he busts through a wall or something, he's like, hey, or something like that. What is his catchphrase? I can't even remember. But for this one, I'm going to go ahead and give it a thumbs up. I think it's kind of cool. Um, I remember just even seeing that ever throughout my lifetime. If you see the mascot, you automatically associate it with a delicious beverage. And they did a great job of making him an obvious indicator for that, right? Like Lucky the Leprechaun, you see him and you're like, where do I know that from? And typically you do, but Kool-Aid man, you can't miss it. There's Kool-Aid in him. You know what's going to happen and you think that's refreshing. Yeah, they made him real masculine and real tough. And like you said, he'd always bust through stuff. But I don't know, growing up as a kid, we always drank Kool-Aid. You get that little package. Yeah get a ton of sugar, mm -hmm. mix it together, whatever color. Too brand, much sugar. And it was always good. Yeah. But now as an adult, I never drink Kool-Aid. I don't even see Kool-Aid commercials. Maybe they still have yeah. them. But I think it's it's a cool brand. Fair enough. And I'm going to say, uh, and I know the mascot, the catchphrase, it's, oh, yeah. Remember that? You don't remember no, that? No, I don't. Really? Okay, I'm going to try it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So. Now I got it. You got it now. All right. So uh, next on the list, Burger King. All right. The King. 
What do you think about him? I mean, you, you've seen the mascot, right? The one with the, he, he's got a fixed face. Like it's just one yeah. thing. It's a mask. What uh-huh. do you think about that? Thumbs I, I up or that, down? I think it's a thumbs down. It's kind of creepy to me. Um, he's similar <laughs> to Ronald McDonald. Um, but yeah, the mask on his face is really creepy. Like, See, I gave a thumbs down to Ronald McDonald and his face can move and he's got normal expressions. I give this one a double thumbs down for Burger King because his face can't even move. He's always got a creepy smile going on. Um, it's never changed. I mean, I know that Kings wear like that, uh, you know, that overcoat type of thing with like kind of like a cape or whatever. And that's kind of the way that they do their thing. But in today's time, that's just a creepy look. You know what? Throw him in a suit. Have him be a certain guy. Pick a guy that just looks very royal. You know, he's got good royalty about him. And then represent the brand right. But honestly, I haven't had Burger King in a while. And I feel like that in the back of my mind doesn't help anything either. Yeah, no, I always used to like Burger King. It's weird because I mean, I like it. Used to eat Burger King a lot when we'd go out of town because yeah. they didn't have one here. Now that they have one here, I've probably only gone like twice. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ruben? Okay, the next one, uh Ernest J Keebler, the Keebler elf. What do okay, you Okay, so I personally absolutely love the uh, Sandys. You know what I mean? The ones yes. with pecans in them. Those cookies are so good. After that, I don't really think about cookies from the Keebler brand, but I do think about the commercial. And you know what? It brings to mind or like brings to memory a lot of cartoons that I would watch when I was a little kid. And so when I see those cookies in the little factory under that tree and stuff like that, you know what? I give this a big thumbs up. I think they did a good job of continuing to make this even as an adult, I see that and I'm like, you know what? I love when they show the chocolate just falling oh, on the yeah. cookie. They just do a great job and he's a good character too. Yeah, they, they market it well. I, I'm for the Keebler Elf as well. And I like those other cookies. Um, I like the Sandies, but I like those ones that are all chocolate and then mm-hmm. they have um, a little bit of, I don't know if it's like a Lorna Dune kind of uh, shortbread kind of cookie. Sure. And it, it's snappy. I don't know. They sell them at... Um, Girl Scout cookies too, so but I can't think of Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 I got you. Um, all right, so moving on to the next one, it's uh, Snap, Crackle, and Pop from Rice Krispies and Rice Krispie Treats, Ruben. Um, yeah, I like Rice Krispie Treats. I like Rice Krispies, and I used to like to see the commercials. Um, I thought it was pretty cool, and it was real catchy. So yeah, I'll, I'll give them a thumbs up. You know what? Very catchy. Still in modern time, you'll hear it on a rap song. You know, you'll hear it on mus- in music. You'll hear it... Um, anywhere mentioned. It's just constant. They did a great job of branding on that one. And the cool thing about it is that their characters are named after the cereals like functions, right? You pour milk into Rice Krispies, tell me you don't hear something. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It does. It's going to fill you in hear those. all three of them. Yeah, you hear snaps, you hear crackles and pops. But that's the, yeah, so it, it brought to life what their cereal does. And I have to say that that's, that was genius. Yeah, it like, was. Maybe the most and it, genius. And it's timeless because it's, it, it been, is. it's been forever. It has. It's the same simple idea. See, when I see Snap, Crackle, and Pop, I can automatically think of Rice Krispies. When I see Lucky the Leprechaun, I think of where the heck did that guy come from? So that to yeah, me why is, this guy is so lucky. Yeah, why is he so lucky and why is he so annoying with his voice? Um, <laughs> Ruben, next. Mr. Peanut. What do you think about Mr. Peanut? I would have to say I like the the fact that he's just a refined individual, right? So he's supposed to be, at the very best, a handsome peanut, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, really what it comes down to, his shoes are outdated. I get it. The top hat is incredible. Uh, the monocle, great. Uh, I give a thumbs up to Mr. Peanut and that, and, and I guess he died and then he came back to life. Do you remember the Super Bowl commercial? No. He like comes back to life as a baby because he like fell off a cliff and 
They've, wow. they've, they've really made this weird, but at the same time, they gave him a story. And it, right now, I think that that's one of the coolest things they've done in branding is actually dedicate a story to the brand of Mr. Peanut. Okay, so to me, I was kind of on the bubble thinking about doing a thumbs up, thinking, you know what? He's got a good point. And then when you started saying that he died and he made a <laughs> life out of I'm going definitely down. down oh, now. really? Yeah, okay. So, you just so, don't like the fact yeah. that they just made him too human. Yeah, too human. It's, it's kind of weird. It's a peanut. Come on. It's a peanut. Let him live. Okay. So uh, next on the list is Toucan Sam. Toucan Sam. So that's Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Okay. I was trying to remember who Toucan Sam was, okay. but yeah, Fruit Loops. Um, yeah, I guess I could go either way on Toucan Sam, but I'll, I'll go ahead and go thumbs up because I like toucans. I think they're kind of cool. If I had a bird in my house, that's probably what I'd want. That's what you would get. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, you know what? Just for the fact of your reaction, I'm going to go with a thumbs down because I mean, I like the, tu- the toucan. Like I like that as a as a, a brand ambassador but you literally were just like wait i was trying to figure out where he's from they didn't do a good enough job with toucan sam of making him exactly Stand what out. fruit loops are about right yeah. so like do toucans like do they are they known for like collecting fruits and stuff like that no but they could have made him like oh i love fruits i love fruits and we're gonna get into more life like yeah exactly which is kind of like what we talk about with um with something that's coming up real, real soon. But Ruben, you're next. How about the Pillsbury Doughboy? Mm. What do you think about the Pillsbury Doughboy? You know, he could be creepy. I think they've uh, they've had a lot of parodies of him and being creepy. But you know what? When you think of the Doughboy, I'm just saying it from a standpoint of business and marketing. When I see that, I automatically think of crescent rolls. I automatically think of um, biscuits in the morning. And that you just and every time they show him almost immediately after they show them raw and then rising in the oven. And what better way than to see that buttery biscuit rising. Oh yeah. When you can put it together like that, it makes it great. And I kind of thought he was creepy too, but (laughs) it's just funny. Like every time they would poke him in the stomach, you know what I mean? And he'd laugh. And so it made it so lifelike that I just, I just think it's a cool thing. I I give it thumbs up. I want to see somebody like fight him. Like somebody punch him, <laughs> somebody punches him and he's just like, mm. well, to me, I think that would be, be crazy cool to, to have like a, maybe even a, a, a cartoon that had all these different characters, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, interact with each other. You know what I mean? Like, that would be cool. Oh, maybe you know a fight. What? My fruit loops are better than yours. Tony, the tiger. I don't care if you're the king of the jungle. My, and then dun, 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 yeah, and, and then they, they enter the they, ring. Then Boom. they have uh, people that are competing, say which one is better. And, you know, okay. Like, so, I think so you're become, going more of the vote. I'm going more violent. So yeah, maybe you I should are. You're doing, go another uh, route. Ninja. This is a kid show, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is kid friendly or family Gee. friendly. All right. Next on the list, Chester Cheetah. You know where Chester Cheetah is from, right? What? Cheetos. Absolutely. Yeah, so Chester. you got it. So what yeah. do you think about it? I'm going to say good? Chester Cheetah is is a cool thing. It's it's different. And um, yeah, you're going to always remember Chester Cheetah. So I'll, I'll say uh, give him a thumbs up. All right. Since when... Chester Cheetah started and Cheetos kind of like continue to get their name out there. I think they started with him doing a good job. He's got the orange color. It makes a lot of sense. Cheetos are delicious. Right now, the hottest thing on the market that you can buy is the hot Cheetos with limon in it. Like literally one of the most popular um, snacks I've ever seen at school. Like anywhere you go. Yep. Seventh graders, eighth graders, freshmen through seniors. I mean, it's constant. 
and you just hear about it all the time on social media. Oh, I need my hot Cheetos, blah, 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 blah. So they did a good job of making hot Cheetos very lovable. But then also this guy is really cool because as he moved forward, they made him into like a 3D person. And so now he can take a Cheeto from a person. And I just think, you know what? I, I tip my hat to the fact that they use their technology and editing skills to the max. Yep. Sounds good. All right, so um, next is the Michelin Man. What do you think about next the Michelin, is the Michelin Man? Man? Where are you at? I'm I'm missing out on a lot of stuff. I'm here. on number fourteen, Michelin Man. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, Michelin Man. Um, I'm gonna say that. Yeah, I give it to him. Um, the tires make the guy, so that's pretty cool. He's a very strong dude. I think that that's also pretty neat. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say about this guy other than, yeah, I give him like a thumbs up. If I were to give him like, if there was a middle ground, I'd probably give him a middle ground. He's okay. He doesn't yeah. like really stand out to me. And do I have Michelin tire? I don't think I do. Yeah. I actually didn't notice until the other day that we do actually have Michelins on one of oh, our you vehicles do? Nice, and they're really nice tires and they're a little more pricey than regular ones. So I don't know how that slipped by me. Maybe my <laughs> wife got it and I wasn't looking, but right. no, I definitely think Michelin tires are well. Um, they they market them well. You see yeah. commercials where they're the best on the road and all that stuff. So I really don't know how I have a set on my Well, car. and this is the thing too. When you walk into a tire shop, you think about like, okay, well, what's the best price I can get? But when people say, you know what? Do you want what's good price quality? or do you want the best? And then you go- Safety, yeah. Without even saying anything, you just think, well, Michelin's probably good or Goodyear. Both of those kind of just come together Um you know, as one. So they're not as one, but you know, as quality next on the list is chef boy RD. Ruben, what do you think about chef boy RD? I'm going to give chef boy RD a thumbs down. I really have never been big on the SpaghettiOs and some of that stuff. So I don't really think that it was marketed that well. Maybe it was 30, 40 years sure. ago, but I'm, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Yeah. And see, I think that the, the brand mascot is iconic itself but there's no life form to him. You know, they don't really bring him to life in a commercial. He's just, uh, you know, a face on a can. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. I'm giving it a thumbs down, though I do personally love the ravioli from them. Oh, really? Uh, I, I really do. I just have to say that, you know, for the brand itself, if they had a mascot that really came to life other than just the can falling and rolling to that. You remember how they used to have the can fall off the shelf and roll all the way to the person's house because the kid couldn't get it? Yeah. So Chef Boyardee is the mascot, but do you know what the brand is? The brand is, it's not Chef Boyardee. I, I thought, thought it was, it was Franco-American. I thought Franco-American was the brand and Chef Boyardee was the mascot. No, I think Chef Boyardee is the, I mean, maybe the brand under it all, the business. Oh, okay. Maybe. maybe maybe you're right. Okay. Um, Ruben, next. The next, Jack in the Box. Okay, so Jack in the Box is very reminiscent of Burger King. The, the face doesn't really move. But in this case, he's he's got a friendlier like way about him, and he, he wears a suit. He's very common, and he's like the boss of everything. So I give this one uh, a thumbs up. I really do like the Jack in the Box theme, and he's always demanding more out of his guys in the commercials, and they've kept him very relevant. So yes, I say Jack in the Box is a thumbs up. They could have been really creepy about it, like my, uh, McDonald's and had a guy spring out of a Jack in the Box and be like, oh, you know, creepy. 
They made him a, a human. Yeah. See, if 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 I'm thinking of Jack in the Box, that's what I'm thinking of. Something that you wind that thing up till that that Jack just pops out of there, and that's always been kind of creepy. The thing I like about <laughs> Jack in the Box is that they've always been innovative of changing up their menus. You know what I mean? You've got those um, those egg rolls. You've got true taquitos. tacos. You've got taco. You've got so many different fire. things. And they they've even had like uh, teriyaki, like um, Chinese, like. Asian bowls, you know, stuff right. like that. So there's, they just change with the times. They don't just say, you know what? We've got burgers, fries, and that's what you get. And so, so and to me, that, that actually helps their mascot's case because when you are winding up a jack-in-the-box, what are you thinking? Like, oh, crap, when's it going to go off? There's still a spontaneous uh, feeling about, well, what's next on their menu? When right. When's this coming out? So that's pretty sweet, and I'll, yeah. I'll, give, it, I'll give it to them. Um, next on the list is... Busby, uh, the Cheerios mascot, the bee, the bumblebee from the Cheerios mascot. Yeah, you know, I I feel like he's one-dimensional. I don't really pay attention to him, I guess, that much, so I don't think they market it that well. I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Okay, and see, I'm the opposite. I give it a thumbs up because as of lately, what's the biggest thing that's gone on? It's it's all about health. How is your health? How is your heart? How is this and that? Uh, and now the bee will buzz around in commercials and it'll like go and talk to people and be like, hey, guess what? This will help your heart. And so um, they've they've adjusted this mascot and he's easy to kind of animate into uh, videos and stuff. So he'll buzz around and then boom, he'll slap your, his uh, little honeycomb thing or whatever that's called, the honey stick thing on a Cheerio and then boom, Honey Nut Cheerios. And Honey Nut Cheerios are freaking good. Yeah, they are. And the multi-grain ones are, I mean, we're not sponsored by them maybe soon. I'd love that, but uh, I'm still going to give them props. Sounds good. So what is a trip rabbit? I've been wanting to know what this is. The whole All right. Time. So the rabbit is, it's, it says trip rabbit. It's because it was a misspelling, but it's tricks. Remember? Oh, tricks. So like tricks okay. are for kids, right? So like silly rabbit, um, silly rabbit tricks are for kids. Um, I think that the original tricks, they're okay. Like they're pretty good, that, right? They're like the, just the normal, like yeah, corn looking color. One. Uh-huh. But the tricks ones are, or no, I'm thinking of another thing. Kicks or kicks. Kicks, yeah. Right? So they took kicks and then they made tricks out of them and they became like different fruits and flavors. Like I think that brand is really good. I love tricks. They're really good. I n- never have them now as an adult, but I think that the or, rabbit. Or if you do, you just don't tell people because yeah. their f- tricks are for kids. This is one of the mascots that has has first been done, or maybe the only mascot to first be done and be the almost the villain right so like you associate the rabbit as oh he's trying to take your tricks from you because they're so good that this mascot loves them he never gets to have them so there's this there's almost a sense of i feel bad for this mascot yeah so they do a great job of making it unique there's not any mascots that do this yeah it's like when you leave cookies out for santa because you think you know what he's bringing presents poor guy he's he's hungry he's working hard Yeah, he's working hard but i feel like that's what you want to do you want to get a little bowl of tricks and just put them out there and go you know what if the rabbit comes around let him have a bowl sure And, and i mean it's a friendly looking rabbit and they moved it into they moved this rabbit into like the yogurt remember the gogurts and stuff like that where oh i want one of those tricks gogurt he's almost like the pink um rabbit the one on uh owens corning you know the fiberglass yeah that's what he kind of seems like to me the pink panther the pink panther that almost seems like the same guy it's very very similar cousins or something very similar um even though one's a panther and one's a (laughs) rabbit i don't know how they're cousins (laughs) there's no way that one eats the other they crossbred somehow fair enough um but yeah i mean i just think this is really cool because they were able to make this unique different and they i don't know it's just 
and he doesn't really make sense as a rabbit. He's really big for rabbit. But anyways, um, next on the list is Lefty. Okay, it's the hand from the Hamburger Helper box, and they made commercials with him as well. But what do you think about this as a mascot? Yeah, that's definitely creepy. Just a glove or a hand with a face or, on it. Yeah, and and to me, I would I would freak out if I just saw it. Like, let's say you walked into the kitchen one night, and then the, <laughs> the all the different things are out there. I think the glove would be one of the creepiest. Right. Exactly. No, that would be the first thing I'd want to grab and just like throw either outside or on the ground, and probably smash it with my foot. I'll be honest with you, and I, I'm not necessarily a violent person, though. I said I wanted the Pillsbury boy to to fight somebody but still maybe this is who he fights because he's the poker yeah you know what i mean this is it this is the one um ruben next okay how about the m&ms okay so there's what is how many m&ms are there there's the green one that's the girl there's the yellow one he's kind of dopey you know there's the red one that's real like he's very smart the m&m and then uh, there's a blue one i believe is kind of dopey also um i think they do a really cool job of 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 marketing the m&ms because they're just they're they're trying to be able to enjoy M and M somehow, but they don't want to be eaten. Also, right. so it's 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 oh, a yeah. weird dynamic, but they it's put a lot awesome. of comedy in it, and I think it. Yeah, yes, I think it's been the last I don't know maybe ten years okay. that they've made them so real life and just so yeah lovable. Like if you saw one, you'd be like, oh man, can I get a hug? Just because you just feel like like he would be kind of cool, and yeah. you'd be like, you know what, I'm not gonna eat you, man. I'm going to go try Cadbury or something else just right. because I'm, I'm going to leave you alone. But at the same time, they kind of do want you to eat them because if not, they're not going to make any money. They're not going to make any money. Exactly. Exactly. Um, for them also, if you've ever been to Las Vegas, they have an M&M's world there and literally all over the walls, plastered everywhere, it's M&M's, the characters, right? That's what really makes Self. you recognize it because yeah. people are like, well, what's the difference between Skittles and M&M's? First off, if you've ever asked that question, you're insane. You are insane. Because you've never tried either one. Um, but you think of a candy that really revolutionized the way you look at chocolate. That's M&M's. And they're, they they also revolutionized the way you see mascots with food stuff and uh, and I love these these guys they're really and like you said the comedy is what really makes yeah. these guys and to me I don't care who you are if you like plain over peanut then you're psycho yeah I'm I'm okay with that I think that's true um, the, the the pretzels are pretty they've done a lot of stuff for M&M so I don't know there's different characters but you always think of the iconic ones and uh, anyways next on the list is um, number 21 on the list Gerber baby the Gerber baby. That's a mascot that's been around for probably a bajillion years. Oh yeah. Yeah, since since they started making babies. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, I think it's <laughs> it's kind of I'm kind of on the bubble, not sure thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm gonna go ahead and go with thumbs up because it's a baby. So I'm gonna give it the thumbs up. But I thought the creepy thing was was that after a gazillion years, like we said, yeah. of having this mascot that's been on every baby food jar forever. Then all of a sudden, just a few years ago, they decided, you know what? Let's let's get a different baby. Yeah, and let's put it on the jar. Yeah, and let's do that. It's like, did somebody in the organization decide, you know what? I'm fixing to have a baby, and I want my baby's mm. picture on that sure. on that logo. There's, I don't understand Could've why been. else you'd have done that. And I, and I would typically say thumbs down because it's old, it's boring and, and stuff like that. But I will say that for this one, I got to do a big thumbs up. And the reason it's big this time around is because when you are shopping for your baby, one of the things that you absolutely cannot afford to just skimp out on is quality and something that's going to be safe and healthy for your kids. So 
nothing more, nothing is more reassuring than a brand that's been around forever. One of the things that I always think about Arizona tea, right? They never market that, but you always see it and it's, it sits there and you go, you know what? I know that's going to be good when I buy it. When I drink it, it's going to be the same thing. It's been the same thing for years and years and years. Gerber. I mean, you're not going to eat it yourself, but your baby can trust it. Well, you never, you never hear of somebody. Oh yeah. You know what? My baby got sick eating Gerber food. Yeah. You know what I mean, you never yeah. heard that in a hundred years, but the Arizona tea, the only thing I have questions about that is because I think with Arizona tea, um, I just know it's a good price. You see on the bottle, sure. 99 it's cents good, and you're though. going, you know what? It's not bad. And the other Lipton or something else might be one fifty nine, and you're like, I'm going to spend almost Ew. double for that. Nah, yeah, no I'll shot. I'll get the Arizona. No shot. And Arizona, I mean, it's to me, I've always found it to be one of the uh, rarities. It's it's a nectar of the gods, in in my opinion. Okay, my next one is Quake Larry. Quaker Oats. I have no idea who that is. You don't know the Quaker from the Quaker Oats? Like, oh, okay. You know. I didn't know his name was Larry. That's yeah. kind of creepy. His I'm going to give him a thumb down because of the creepiness of the name Larry. Yeah. I mean, Larry's not a creepy name, but for a mascot to come to life, kind of creepy. It's almost like naming your dog like a normal human name. You know what I mean? Like, come over here, Ruben. Like, what? Don't name him after a person. That's weird. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with you on the name part I of things. because I never knew the name. If it was somebody like Tony the Tiger that you just heard it forever and ever, then it would be easier to digest. Mm, I still think it's weird because uh, this guy is just... I don't know. They, they haven't updated it. And I know, like I said in the last one, Gerber, you just think, oh, that's so reassuring. It's the same thing. It's quality thing. But Quaker Oats, I don't know, the long hair, the long white hair, the dress up, it's old timey. It's creepy. Give them a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I hope I don't offend anybody with that one. But anyways, next on the list is the Morton Salt Girl. You know, the girl that's yes. got the salt. Yes. She's been around for the same thing, a million years. Yeah, no, I have to say creepy why does she have her bathing suit pulled down? Because, mm. you know, like somebody's like behind her, isn't it? Like where they're no, holding the on to her. salt girl is she she's was, wearing. She's got an umbrella and there's salt coming down. Over oh, her. OK. Then that's um, not the same one. You're thinking the, of the sun sun lotion. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking. OK. Yeah. No, the uh, salt girl's fine. Then she's just she got an umbrella. She brings to me. She brings no value. Yeah, she's old school. That's great. But she brings no value to the actual brand itself. Okay, the next one is Doodles Chick-fil-A. I don't know Okay, what that so is. I guess Doodles <laughs> from Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I know. I found that, and I was like, what? But I had to throw it on there. It's the cows, right? So, like, oh. one of the main cow, I guess, is the one that is Doodles, and it's a Chick-fil-A mascot. I think Chick-fil-A, um, they do a good job of marketing because, obviously, they make a lot of money, and they have a lot of people. But mostly it's be due to the fact that they have just fantastic food. When I think Chick-fil-A, I never think of the cow. Okay, when I think Chick-fil-A, I think of a great chicken sandwich. So I don't think their mascot brings any value. I think they do away with the stupid cows, try something new. See, and I think it's opposite. I they, I say thumbs up. We went to a opening of a Chick-fil-A in Albuquerque one time on our way to Farmington, mm. and they actually had a cow in the parking lot. A like, real cow. Yeah, a real cow oh. in a little you know pen kind of. And then they had the Chick-fil-A mascot, the, the cow inside, you know, and if you, I don't know, it's like if you dressed up a certain way, like a like a cow or something, mm. then you would get a discount on your food and stuff. Interesting. So it was kind of a cool concept, and I think you know, it's their whole thing is like, hey, eat beef, don't eat chicken because right. they're but no, no, no. But, eat chicken, don't eat beef. 
That's right. Yeah, they're yeah, a cow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, they're like, don't eat me. Yeah, don't eat me. So yeah, I think it's a cool idea. I like it. Um, I'm gonna say yeah, thumbs up. All right. Next on the list is the Little Caesar, the Caesar from uh, Little Caesars, obviously. Pizza, pizza, pizza. I'm gonna have to say I don't. I can't really picture the pizza Little Caesar guy. He's like a short, stumpy guy with oh, skinny, yeah. skinny legs. Yeah, he's like Julius <laughs> Caesar's yeah. got the outfit. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, I guess I never seen him on a commercial really that yeah, I there's a few value him. No, I'm, I'm going to say I don't thumbs down. Okay. And for me, I just think it's, it, it was a genius idea when they started. They just, um, I give it a thumbs up. I just think it's a smart idea when they started because it's called little Caesars. So to have the mascot actually make sense, which some of these don't, um, then that's something. Okay. Um, so go on for the next the one. The next one is Julius Pringles. Yeah, so that little white-faced um, like oval on the Pringles box that's got a face on it, that one is, uh, that's the Pringles guy. His name is Julius, apparently. <laughs> another, um, another creepy name, like Larry. Another, it's just a weird name for a mascot like that. Um, but when I think of Pringles, I think of uh, like 800 different flavors. And for me, it's always sour cream. That's the best one to me. Or pizza. I always like pizza uh, from Pringles. But I don't ever go up to the a Pringles box and go, you know what? I have to have them because um, it's Pringles. Lay's has a, a form of Pringles that they do, and I could go either way. Their mascot doesn't really stand out to be like, oh, yeah, Pringles is the best kind of chips in the sleeve form. Lay's has done it, and they do it just as fine. I've always thought that Pringles were weird and like almost like synthetic because it's kind of like, like a uh, potato chips you can throw it's like particle board. Yeah, you can kind of uh, cut up a potato, you know, and make your own potato chips, and they're going to come out like potato chips in a bag. Right. But have you ever seen them like preformed exactly like that in a stack? True. It's just weird to me, and I think this is just it's so like a artificial. Yeah, it's like they just sprayed it into a, a chip uh, form. Yes. And then they just keep making them. That's exactly, yeah. yeah I know. So it's, that's it's, it different. is weird. It is weird. Pringles is a weird brand altogether, but pretty good. I'll still eat them. Uh, next on the list is uh, Charles Entertainment Cheese, which is the full name for Chuck E. Cheese the Rat. That is so crazy. I never knew that his middle name was Entertainment. I never knew what the E stood for. It makes sense that's, though, that's right? That's interesting. Games. Yeah. Yeah, they have that, games and TVs cool. there. I'm going to have to say, you know what? They market this one well. Kids love Chuck E. Cheese to go there. They got the whole uh, video game atmosphere and everything. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I have to highly, highly, highly disagree with you. Okay. Because if I have a food place, my mascot will never be a disgusting rodent. He's a rat. How do you have a rat associated with something that you're supposed to be eating? To me, that's so weird. Um, the older versions of the mascot himself in real life, like when you put the mascot or the the costume, disgusting. And now it maybe is better, but it's still weird when you think of the whole concept itself. Whoever thought of that, whatever. Maybe back maybe then, maybe they rats ran out of okay. mascots after a while. And so I think what happened with you is one time we had a Chuck E. Cheese party for you when you were like seven years old. Okay. And the Chuck E. Cheese mascot was wearing the, the whole mascot thing outside and he thought nobody was looking. He was smoking a cigarette maybe. and you just thought, oh my gosh, this is creepy. No, I think it's even weirder when you think, well, let's put a t-shirt on a rat and it scurries back. <laughs> That's probably what happened. They were making their pizzas and uh, a rat ran across and it was huge. It was like in New York. And then they were like, you know what? I got a brand idea. No, let's not clean it up. Let's not worry about it. Let him live. Uh, I got a brand idea. You know what I mean? Like that's how it came about, which is really creepy. 
Next on the list. The next on the list is Horace, Horatio McGillan Crunch. So Captain Crunch. Wow. Captain Crunch. Name. It's not Captain. It's Captain Crunch, um, which means in modern time that he's a liar. Because if you're Captain, apparently, that means you're lying. Have you heard that? No, I've yeah, not. Yeah, that's like the new slang. I thought Captain was like shooting somebody. Like well, that too. Killing. That's that's a little bit older. I'd say that's maybe a couple years ago. That's what it meant. Um, but his yeah, first name is actually Horatio. Huh? Horatio. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so this one I think is pretty cool because they made this one into kind of like a cartoon, very similar to what I said about the Keebler um, elves and stuff like that, because he would go on adventures and stuff in a ship and then he'd stumble upon the latest flavor. And so they would introduce different flavors and different styles of crap and crunch to the public using these like little episodes of their commercials. So I give it a thumbs up with the fact that they did that. The, the name is weird. Um, but you know what, if that's what it was since the beginning, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. That's okay. weird to me. I always thought it was Captain Crunch. I've never heard of it as Captain. Go read a go read a box. It's literally C-A-P apostrophe N. I may yeah. have to go buy a box. Go buy a few boxes. So he did a good job. You know that. Uh, Wendy from Wendy's, the the fast food burger restaurant. Yeah, that's that's cool, I guess, because it's actually the daughter of Dave Thomas, yeah. the founder of Wendy's. Mm-hmm. So I think to me that... Uh, relates them together and i think it's a cool thing yeah because i mean if you start a restaurant or something and somebody means a lot to you and you name it after them i think that's a cool tribute so i give this one a thumbs up this one's a cool tribute. she doesn't really actually bring anything to no the value. table no like she doesn't logo, talk picture no no she doesn't talk she doesn't have any animation to her but yeah she's it's always been the logo and when as soon as i see that i think you know what those square patties yeah are weird yeah but that, that is weird and to me the thing that's weird is that uh, Dave Jr.'s always been pissed. He's always had a chip on his shoulder because Dave Jr., how come Dave Jr. wasn't on the logo? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No doubt. All right, uh, so next on the list. Mr. Clean, the bald-headed guy that you always relate to clean. So Mr. Clean has evolved like no other. Uh, I give him a big thumbs up because when you first think about him, he's this nice guy that just cleans up your house. But then after a while, he starts dancing with like the the wives in the house and stuff, and it got it's kind of weird. But then it's also kind of he's got this appeal to him that maybe it, they're trying to market him as this buff guy kind of that's really friendly. He's got a uh, squeaky clean head, so it kind of depicts two things. One, women want the guy. All right, he's a women. He's a he's a lady killer. Okay, number one. Number two, his head is bald and it's always shiny, so it associates with clean. So this guy has more than one meaning, and I give them a tip of my hat. I'll take two hats off and tip it to him because that's how good this guy is as a mascot. I'm gonna have to give him a thumbs up also, and he's giving you a hats off too because sure. he doesn't have a hat on and he's bald so, okay fair so, enough so you can't see the hand interesting the, you can't see the cap in his hand but it's there dad joke of the day all right so uh 30th on the list 31st, or, I'm sorry, 31st mickey mouse of disney mickey mouse of disney that's a great thing um mickey mini all that mickey mouse uh characters sure he's the most iconic um i give it a Double thumbs up. Uh, Mickey Mouse is is what made Disneyland Disneyland. Mickey Mouse has been the face of Disney for since Disney started, and they have done nothing but make him just friendly, make him genius. Like he's very innovative. He's smart. When you go to Disneyland, 
excuse me, when you go to Disneyland, the first person that you think of seeing is Mickey Mouse. And so, um, like, obviously, Disney's done a great job of expanding. Now they have Star Wars. Now they have, like, you know, all the new stuff. They've got, what's what's new? Moana. They've got Onward. All the cool new stuff. But if they were to come out with a original Mickey Mouse movie now, I think that that thing would probably blow the lid off of any chart topper that they have right now. Right? What's what's their top uh, chart topper right now? Maybe Frozen. Yeah. You know, something like that. I mean, you bring out a Mickey Mouse original movie and they just update it, make it, it would go crazy. more modern. Oh my gosh, unbelievable! I, I hope they don't have any food places in there because of the mouse, <laughs> Mr. Charles. They definitely Entertainment do. Cheese. See, but I, I can get with a mouse much better than a rat. A mouse is like a domestic animal, as and a rat is like a it's like a street scum rat. animal. It's a rodent, <laughs> and I don't know if mouse is is a mice a rodent yes, too. Okay. Is a mice a rodent? They're like first cousins. There goes my vocabulary and grammar all in one. Okay, Ruben, next on the list, rich uncle Pennybags. All right, so that's from Monopoly. Um, you know what? Monopoly, I just associate Monopoly with something I've never finished before, something that's just a, a time consumer. And is Monopoly somewhat fun? Sure, I'd say for about the first 20 minutes. After that, eh. And so I just associate automatically uh, Uncle Pennybags with, you know what, waste of time. And so I think that if they can find a way to make a new Monopoly game and a new mascot put together, maybe Monopoly sees a surge in sales i would have to give it a thumbs up because monopoly is making you think about investing in properties and how life can be if you do invest in park place and some of those better places but i think the way that monopoly would be a better game is if you made it a drinking game because it's something that if you're playing for hours but you're drinking every time somebody buys a property, everybody has a drink. Hey, let's cheers. Right. Just bought that property. Hey, let's celebrate. I got to pay on this property. You know, hey, drink, you know. Right. Because you're sad. Sips. Yeah. Sips, though. Yeah, because sips. let me just say this, by the way, uh, just kind of an interlude. I made a drinking game for The Last Dance because Michael Jordan was coming out with this documentary and nobody's watching sports because there's not any right now. And people were like, dude, you're going to be dead by the end of the first 20 minutes. And I'm like, why does everybody assume that a drinking game means you got to take a shot every time something's been done? Imagine taking like 30 shots because of a game. No shot. I mean, come on. Hey, pun intended right there. No shot. All right. Ruben, um, next on the list goes to, what is it? Oh, next on the list, Mario of Nintendo. Mario was well thought out and Mario is iconic. Nintendo, you right away put those two together. Um, I give it a thumbs up. Yeah. I mean, obviously Nintendo has been, extremely successful even now they've got the nintendo switch um you can you can play with mario he can be um, your character on super smash brothers he can be your character on mario kart on uh, super mario brothers all the there's so many games that they've made after him and you just think of a strong original character you think of mario honestly that's one of the ones that comes to mind mickey mouse mario top the charts in my opinion yeah all right okay the next one is quickie all right. From Nesquik. So that's a little rabbit from uh, Nesquik. It's very um, kind of similar to um, the Trix rabbit. Um, they don't have similar personalities. This guy's like a cool cat, right? Like a cool rabbit. And uh, I always associate Nesquik with the pink uh, milk uh, mixer or whatever you call it, that powder, because it's so good, at least the way I see it. I always find that really good. So I think the Nesquik rabbit, it's simple, it's easy. Thumbs up. 
Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it a thumbs down because I don't feel like they marketed it well enough. Okay. And I didn't even know his name was Quickie. So <laughs> that's kind of creepy It's in itself. It's creepy. Okay. Interesting. All right. So this next one um, is one of the very rare uh, alcohol brand mascots, and that's Captain Morgan. You always think of Captain Morgan when you're thinking of uh, maybe making a choice in whiskey and any kind of liquor. What do you think about Captain Morgan? Yeah, to me, Captain Morgan has always been one of the more inexpensive type uh, bottles of liquor that I feel like people like in high school and stuff start drinking, like the spiced rum and some of that stuff. Sure, I messed up. I said whiskey. I meant rum, sorry. And I I, uh, always relate him with the... has got his leg up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Oh yeah. The on the barrel stuff. Yeah. But people will sit there and do the captain Morgan. So the captain Morgan has become a move. So they've, they've brought it to be the captain Morgan is both a verb and a noun because it's a person, it's a mascot and it's, it's a, a drink and it's, a, it's lifting your leg up in the air and being cool about it. Right. So you know what? They've done one of the best. They've done the best for alcohol as a branding mascot. Um, all right, Ruben, next on the list. I would say before I, the next on my list is going to be the Clydesdale for Budweiser. I Ooh, feel like that one, one was one that is, it's a re- actual real life Clydesdales mm-hmm. and you don't realize how big those things are till you see them on a commercial and you go, oh my gosh, those things are ginormous. And so I think that that's a cool one too. Budweiser marketed that well and you usually only see it around Super Bowl time or during the holidays. So I had a uh, an old teammate of mine and his wife was just adamant. At our wedding, we need the Budweiser Clydesdales. Okay, cool. So we'll, we'll have Clydesdales at the wedding. No, no, no. I want the Budweiser Clydesdales. So what did they do? They had to look it up. And I believe, and I could be wrong, but I know it was an extreme amount. I want to say yeah. it was like 50 grand to have them transported and have the actual Budweiser from the commercials, Clydesdales, at their wedding. And so, um, yeah, when you think of iconic, you think of Budweiser Clydesdales, but could you get any other Clydesdales that look real nice that are Budweiser? Yeah, absolutely. 50 grand later, I would say, are you kidding me? This is, this wedding's off. I could get Shetland ponies and put bigger like feet things on them. Yeah. Dress them up and make them look like miniature Clydesdales <laughs> right. for $500. Yes, you could. And, and, uh, so I give, I mean, I give Budweiser a thumbs up because if they can, take their little horses to somewhere and it's 50 grand and people are willing to do it more power to them next on the list is the uh, geico gecko the geico gecko is um catchy and i like it because it's you notice it and you know it right away so they they've done a great job of marketing that one too okay so they did they you're right i see that gecko gecko and i think of geico i hate him I hate him. He's so annoying on the commercials. If he wasn't annoying, awesome. But he's just always so annoying. I can't stand him. So to me, I mean, I think it's mostly because it's not the accent. You know what? Great. The accent's cool. Whatever. Um, But you know what? He's just always just, I know it all kind of thing and don't really like that. So I give him a thumbs down because I don't like the personality. Okay. The last one. Is it my turn or yours? It's your turn progressive the progressive lady okay annoying as all can be flow is such a annoying uh sorry i can't stand her um like i said before kind of a know-it-all also she pops up she's got a creepy hairdo with the makeup and stuff like that i'm sorry 
can't do it. Big time thumbs down. Maybe the biggest thumbs down of all mascots for me. Yeah, I think they do a good job of marketing it, but you right away see it and you almost don't want to get that insurance just because you don't want to have to see flow. Yeah. And it's just, uh, just yeah, I've, I've always hated the commercials and I think the more they make, the worse they get. The worse they get. I completely agree with you. So guys, we hope you enjoyed the mascot uh, show. It's just kind of a different uh, take on the All Sports Best podcast, but Tell us what you think and uh, let us know if you have any other mascots that we missed you want to assess or just tell us. And uh, we'd love to just kind of have a conversation with you on social media. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, even TikTok now. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Ruben, any last words before we go? Um, no, I think we need to make up a mascot, an all sports best mascot. Okay. Let's do that. Let's get a, we're going to get a, a poll going on social media. So make sure that you're following so you can join in. Thanks for listening to the All Sports Best Podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and join the conversation. Till next time, this is the All Sports Best Podcast.